100% the intro to this video has to be that compliment that she paid you where she's like, Hey, wait a minute. We got to say like, that has to be yes. the beginning. Yes. 100%. That's the, what that's Craig the cold said. open. Like going. Uh, Brett, I love your face and I love your hair and your little beard. <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> that you are delightful to look at. Just, oh, just little well, uh, well th- say you've I made my year. You've I made my, you've made my, you know, now you're going to see how red he gets too. Yes. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Well, hello, we're out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host, Craig, and join me today, my co-host, Mr. Brett Rutherford. Hello there. And Miss Vanessa Ferguson. Hello. It is so great to have you two with me today as we get to talk to someone. I'm really super jazzed about this interview because this person uh, has not only been in so many television and film properties that we all come to love, but she's also a Disney fan. We get to talk to Yvette Nicole Brown today, and I am so excited about this. I can't, uh, I can't even contain my excitement. Brett, talk to me. I, words, words are failing me because I'm in. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Um, I saw her at, at D23 Expo. She is an amazing host of so many programs, and I, I, I have questions for her, and it'll be interesting, you know, to find out exactly how deep her Disney geek goes. It's I'd really she's one of us. You know? I, I, I truly think that she's one, one of us, one of us. Now, you know, for me, my first experience with her was actually watching Community. I binged the whole thing and her character, you, uh, whenever she's on screen, you just can't help but watch her because she's so emotive. Um, you're so interested in her story. Uh, it's just great. And so I can't believe we get the opportunity to speak to her today. Vanessa, what are your thoughts going into the interview? I am so excited because she is one of my favorite characters, if not the favorite character that I have for Big Shot. It's hard to say because, you know, John Stamos and Jessalyn, they're they're also wonderful. But I really, really like the character she plays. I love her acting and everything. I want to be her. I think she's just really funny and cool. So I'm hoping that, you know, we're going to get that same energy when we meet her. And I'm just really excited. I'm really excited too. So let's not uh, beat around the bush anymore. Let's get to our talk with Yvette Nicole Brown. We are so thrilled and honored to welcome to the show Yvette Nicole Brown. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm a little zoomed out. This is my third Zoom of the day, but you know, I got enough uh, vim and vigor for you guys. I'm excited. Can I just tell you that I think um, you are maybe one of the most wonderful people we've had a chance to talk to. Just your your whole persona is just like, Aww. so don't worry if you've had a lot of Zooms. We are just really looking forward to talking to you <laughs> for you sure. Thank you so much. That's very and, uh, Thank you. Absolutely. And Vanessa, you have the first question. Yes. Well, we are such big fans of Big Shot and you do such a great job of balancing out this kind of character who is cool like I want to be friends with her, but also very much the principal who could be tough, but she has to be. So I wanted to ask, you know, with your portrayal, is that kind of something that you came up with or or did that really come from the writing? I mean, you know, it's David E. Kelly and Dean Laurie are, are, you know, our showrunners and writers and, you know, they're both amazing. So I I wish I could say, well, it was me. Um, I, I have decided every role that I do, even if, if they're tough or maybe even a villain, sometimes I try to just imbue a little bit of twinkle. So I think what you're seeing is that the lines may be a little bit, uh, stern, but 
I kind of want wanted to imbue her with a little bit of, of love and kindness because she's in charge. Um, but she does still like people and she cares about the girls and she wants Marvin Korn to be better. And, you know, you get you get more things with with honey than with vinegar. So I think that's what you see, just trying to give a little subtext to everything that I say. Yeah. And, and you're right. You twinkle, you twinkle so well. in that. <laughs> Thank you. And you're welcome. And I know that Brad Garrett was a part of the creation of this. We're big Brad Garrett fans. Did you get a chance to talk to him, talk with him as you're putting the show together? Any fun memories there? You no, know, I know uh, Brad from way back. I did his, uh, his sitcom years ago, uh, one of my earlier uh, things. So this was like a reunion for me with him. He wasn't on set much because we shot a lot during COVID. So a lot of people were not able to be there in the way that they would have been, I'm sure if we weren't, you know, in the middle of a plague. Um, but I did in early on in the show, we did do uh, table reads together and he would come to all the table reads. And, you know, he's such a uh, a formidable presence. So when he walks in the room, you're aware he's there and his laugh is guttural. So when you get a laugh from Brad Garrett, you know that you really, you really hit the mark. So yeah, it was, it, he's a lovely man. It was, it was great being on something that he helped create. That's that. all wonderful. And Big Shot really, truly is uh, my favorite original show on Disney+. Oh, Plus. thank it, you. It, yeah, absolutely. It does such a wonderful job of taking what your expectations might be about a high school girls basketball team mm -hmm. and then just turning it, you know, yeah. turning it on its head. Um, so we're so excited that it was announced that you're heading back for a second season. Mm -hmm. We can't wait. Um, right. If you could give our audience sort of a message that you'd like to convey through that show, what might that be? You know that there's always room for uh, a second chance. You always can start again. Um, that you don't have to be what other people have decided you are. You know, if, if someone has declared that you're the, the bad girl or the, 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 the nerdy one or the whatever they put on you, you don't have to own it, you know? And I think it's important to cut yourself some slack. And I think that's what Marvin is learning to do. He's, he's uh, played by the fabulous John Stamos. Um, he's pliable and he's movable. And even though he comes in thinking that he knows everything, he's open to someone else's interpretation of, of, of how he could do something better. And I think that if we all were a little more pliable and a little more uh, aware that maybe we don't know it all, the world would be just a lot better. So I hope that that's what people get from Big Shot. I hope that's what we give the ability to be happy um, who, as you are and to grow when need be. I think that's the, that's the lesson. That's so wonderful. And, you know, I love that you also get to represent so many different people on that show because uh, we've talked to some creative people and that, that message of making sure that people can see themselves yeah. when they're watching media and watching content, yeah. that representation, that's so important. So just thank you for that. Um, mm -hmm. We also thank had a chance. Directors too, because they have <laughs> a lot to do with it and our showrunners. Absolutely. They put together such a great ensemble. And actually we had a chance to talk to Jessalyn uh, just oh, before the I show premiered. So much. Yeah. Her. Well, and she mentioned the true friendship that the two mm -hmm. of you had developed on set, yeah. but do you have any fun behind the scenes stories you want to share with uh, either about Jessalyn or Jessalyn? Oh or my gosh. Anybody? Well, listen, uh, John, of course, is my Disney fellow Disney lover, he and his wife and his kids, his kid loves Disney as much as I do. And he and I both just got to have our childhood dream come true being in the Muppet special, uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion. So John is um, professional. He's funny. Um, he, he's just a good egg. He's the kind of guy where I, I remember when I first started, when I got the gig, I reached out to a friend of mine, um, Kelly Jenneret, who worked with him on Grandfathered. And I said, what should I know about, you know, John Samuels? I never worked with him, been a fan forever. And she said, John is the kind of guy where you will have worked with him five years ago 
and he still will reach out to you on your birthday. Wow. He's that guy. I mean, there was one time I was, I'm a caregiver for my father and I was, it was a day where I was running crazy and I couldn't, I just didn't feel like I'd get food for me and for him and whatever. And I just mentioned it to John in a text. And within an hour, there was food on my front door, my step, my doorstep. He had sent food for me and my dad. Like he's just that guy. And that sweet Jessalyn, um, first of all, she's amazingly talented, amazingly beautiful. She has the driest wit. She is so flippin' funny and sarcastic <laughs> in the best way. She is the kind of person that shows up for her friends. I was honored to get a humanitarian award recently. And, you know, when I didn't know this because I'd never really gotten an award before. But when you get an award, they say, who would you like to speak for you? Like, who would you like to introduce you? And I was like, I want Jessalyn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I knew, one, that she knew me. I knew that she understands me at a, at a soul level. She understands who I am as a person and I understand who she is. We've had great conversations and cried together and laughed together. And I just knew that she would she would understand the heart of me and be, be able to explain why I do what I do and, and why I'm the person that I am. And she tore the house down. Like by the time I got up to receive my award, I was in tears. Um, and I laughed and cried and that's who she is. She's just amazing. Great mother, great actress. She's just everything and super thin and pretty. <laughs> it's all that it's all that chemistry that comes yeah. together in such a great way in yeah. that show and that ensemble is just so fantastic so thank you for big shot and we have so many other questions to ask you about brett i know you had one that you wanted to ask come on brett well i, I just have to say it i'm so excited and impressed that you call yourself a disney geek and yeah. you're in a safe place here so welcome thank um, you. you know so i've attended d23 expo in 2017 and 20. 19 and you know slept on the floor of the convention center i am disney (laughs) hardcore but you've actually been a part of d23 expo so okay so in 2019 you were the host for probably the most the most anticipated panel at d23 expo disney plus yes it was amazing your bedazzled disney plus logo shirt was everything and you. you were an amazing host and thank you Thank you. So, I, yes, question. Yeah. So now as a as as a major Disney fan with a job to do, how do you control your inner Disney geek when all the announcements were made and all of the amazing talent were ready to go on? Brett, I don't. I don't control it. Um, and if you watch the <laughs> any clips from that night, I was like, here comes Jeff Goldblum. Like everything I said was like so <laughs> it like, was ah! great. It was like great. I was, I was a freaking maniac and I still pinch myself that they let me be the face of that launch and they let me you know I'm bringing out you know the head of Marvel and the head of head of of, of, of Lucas Films and I'm bringing yes. out everybody everything that we love WandaVision was was presented that day and everybody yes. else well I don't know what it's going to be and now we know and and the Mandalorian like it was just beyond and I want to yeah. shout out Jeffrey Epstein who works for um for Disney not that one the, the good one mm-hmm. um works for Disney and he's the one that um put my name in the hat to host Mouse oh, wow. Parade and oh, so yes. I hosted Masquerade, right. which I freaking love you guys. Like hosting yes. Masquerade, judging it, yeah, judging Masquerade right. is the most fun you can have as a human being. Like just all these beautiful costumes just come. So he got, he put my name in the hat for that. And then when um, the launch of Disney plus was happening, he put my name in like, well, you like Yvette and she loves Disney. So I'm like, he can get a kidney. Like <laughs> it was the most Amazing thing. And one more thing about the, the bedazzled Disney plus shirt. Um, yes. I asked if they, if we could get something like that, I was like, oh, I want to wow. be a walking billboard for Disney plus. So well, I don't know gorgeous. if that's a hat. I don't know if that's a t-shirt. I don't know. I said, I will wear black. And can you guys just give me something 
with the logo because oh, wow. I want every time they see me, I want it, I want them to see Disney Plus. So they bedazzled it for me. And I have a couple of them and I wear them oh. when I go to Disney events. I'll be like, I'm wearing my t-shirt. So <laughs> that is so listen, cool. I, I yeah. am I love everything Disney and I'm honored that I'm a part of the family in this small way. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yep. So yeah. it was awesome. I can't Thank wait for you, the next Brett. one whenever. And I know that you'll be there because you're kind of like, well, you're absolutely. The, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'm I'm hundred percent going to be there. Yeah. hundred percent. Did you have any uh, behind the scenes, like stories that you wanted to share from D23 or oh, anything gosh, that really like just, fun that, I mean, that happened? I got to walk the, uh, the convention floor the night before, before anybody was there, which was pretty great. So I got to walk through all the different, you know, exhibits and see everything before everybody saw it. And then just how surreal it was to be backstage with everyone that was going to be on Disney plus and to be a part of all of the rehearsals with all the, the heads of all the different oh, sure. arms. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in there with Kathleen Kennedy as we talking about how they're going yes. to use the Star Wars, the, the Lucasfilm. You and McGregor. Yes. Uh, come on. You and McGregor was backstage with me. I did a, yeah. I did a film with him years ago and he remembered me, which is crazy. Oh, so, you know, it's so just, good. it was like, it was like getting asked to be a part of all of your favorite things at once. Muppets, yeah. Marvel, Star Wars, I mean, Disney, it was all there in one place and Jeff Goldblum. I don't <laughs> and know. Jeff Goldblum. You know, you say, I'm sorry, you say that, that you, that you were very excited. I thought you were elegant and <gasps> you came Red. off so well. Red. I mean, you know, I mean, that's what I was expecting, you know, so oh, inside you, you kept, you kept your inner Disney geek, you know, tapped down enough you. that, you know, we couldn't know you were just being brilliant. So well, because I that. also, you know, you want to show up like when you guys do this, like you want to show up well for Disney, right? Mm -hmm. So I was back, I had a conversation with Yvette. I said, listen, Yvette, now I know you are very excited but you cannot take all of this out there. So go on and in the dark over here in the corner, get it out. Yep. Go out and say that and then come back and get it out again and go out and say that and then come back here and get it out well, again. Well, it worked. Like, yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. It was so good. Thank and you. I watched it again, you know, Did in you, preparation Wait, do you, have, do you have it? I've never seen I, it. Oh, well, I think there's like clips of it. It's on YouTube. We'll send it to you. I'll find them. I will send them tell to them, you. Tell them they can send it with a watermark. I've never seen it. Okay. Oh, so, wow. I, so I want to see myself going, I mean, I just, oh, you know, it's it was so good. I, yeah. crazy. We'll, we'll do that. We will Thank do you, that. Brett, yeah. please. I oh, sure. Yeah. So Yvette, I'm so glad you mentioned the Muppets because sure. we love the Muppets Haunted Mansion. You make Thank an appearance you. and we got to talk to Miss Piggy, which was <gasps> just wonderful to meet her. We were wondering <laughs> wh who was your favorite Muppet to meet on set? Was, you know, was it Gonzo and Pepe? I mean, my favorite Muppet in the world is Gonzo. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that because I did the film with him. He actually is my favorite. Um, I'm going to go back there someday is my favorite Muppet song. Uh, Rainbow Connection is number two, but I'm going to go back there someday is number one. I think it's the most one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Um, and Dave, who who is Gonzo's friend, his longtime friend, sings it mm -hmm. beautifully. Um, and so he's my favorite. But I did get to meet Kermit. <laughs> Oh, while I was wow. there, I was at my fitting and Kermit was there doing a little bit of his things. And he came in to say hello. And I don't know if I will ever be the same. So um, the only way it could have been better is if it was Mr. Jim Henson, of course, but it was wonderful experience and being on set. What I love about the Muppets more than anything, having worked with them now is how irreverent and naughty <laughs> they are in between takes, like um, just really fun silly they most of them work blue 
So it was just kind of fun to get to see the other side of them as well. So um, a little avenue, a little avenue cue in your little little avenue cue with your with your Muppets. Um, But it was (laughs) but it was wonderful, and it was all you know politically correct. Like there was nothing that HR needs to know about, nothing like that. But okay, it's you know funny to see your favorites having a conversation with you, and they're just having a real conversation. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's so awesome. And, you know, this, the response to that special, honestly, like when I first saw it, uh, it really was on the same level as Muppets Christmas Carol for me, it really delivered. And so that's one that I think people are just going to come back to year after year. And, you know, it's fun because you're a fan of the parks, you're a fan of Mm -hmm. Disney. Um, It married so well Muppets and then also the attraction. It's so good. I told, I told people in my interviews we did uh, to promote it. It's like, it's, it's a two-hander. Like if you love the haunted mansion you great you're going to enjoy it for that if you love the muppets great but if you love both mm-hmm. <laughs> joy 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 abounds joy absolutely abounds, you know so yeah. you mentioned that you uh had a humanitarian award recently mm-hmm. and following you on social media seeing you in the press you are such a champion for education yes. and i so appreciate that you're doing you're retweeting donors choose mm-hmm. and you're helping and supporting teachers and that just it means a lot to us, but I also noticed that you do so much for uh, companies like Nickelodeon and Disney Plus and Disney. What is it about youth programming in particular that is a draw for you? Well, if I hadn't been, if I hadn't moved into entertainment, I was going to be a teacher. I wanted to be mm-hmm. a, a kindergarten teacher. Five and six-year-olds are my jam. And um, so I've always had a love for education and I've, I've had some really great teachers. I've had some really amazing men and women that, um, changed the trajectory of my life just by introducing me to things that I didn't know or, or, or believing in me at times when I didn't believe in myself and um, imparting in me how important it is to care about learning, right? And so as I've gotten older and um, my the, the amount of people that are paying attention to me has grown because I don't traffic in celebrity and I don't believe in that crap. Not for me, I'm a regular person and it is what it is. But as more people may know who I am or be paying attention, I decided that I want to shine a light. Like whatever light hits me, I'm getting that mirror and and throwing it back towards things that matter. And that's why I retweet Donors Choose um, so much because I feel like a lot of these teachers, most of these teachers are unsung and they don't have what they need in their classrooms. And I kind of love that there's an organization that helps them, which ultimately helps the kids and the kids are the future. So um, it's just important to me. And so it, it's being a part of celebrating Nickelodeon and Disney and other um uh, programming that's for kids is, is all a part of that. It's all about educating them and making sure they have what they need. And I always try to, my dog's chewing on the bones. If you hear that, I'm sorry. Um, I always try to, um, to choose projects, at least, um, projects where I'm seeing some of my voiceover may get a little naughty when I do cartoons, sometimes a little naughty, but the, anytime I'm on camera, I try to make sure that it's something that people from eight to 80 can watch. Mm -hmm. Um, so that it's, I stay in the family friendly space because I believe that there needs to be entertainment that's for families. Yeah. And as a parent of a five-year-old, I thank you for that. Uh, It's really cool to see. (laughs) And he loved, he, he made it to actually, he made it to the John Stamos part of Muppet Haunted Mansion. And then we we won't spoil it for people that haven't seen it, but when something happens to uh, Mr. Stamos, he was like, Oh, he actually, I saw him yeah, go like this. It's a lot. No, no, it's it was too much. It was too much. It was next year. <laughs> yeah, next next year. year. Two years from now, he'll be ready. Yeah. 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 Maybe next year. Um, Vanessa, you had the next question. 
Yes, you are a self-proclaimed super fangirl. You love Star Wars, you love Comic-Con, and you host uh, Cosplay Mayplay. So you you know what it means to be a fan. Yes, I do. What's your best moment as a fan? And do you have any favorite memories of meeting your fans? My favorite um, memory as a fan, I don't, I mean, it's so hard because I've been so blessed to meet so many of my heroes, but I was doing a charity event, a Red Nose Day event filming and Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill was also going to be doing this promo. And I found out and I reached out to the Red Nose Day people and said, is there any way I can just come a few minutes early just so I could just touch the hem of his garment as he leaves I just wanted to have a moment and they laughed and said sure come early and so I went to the session the the, the shoot and I'm kind of hiding in the back because it's Mark Hamill and I don't want and I don't want to be disruptive and also I can't control my nerd all the time and I look over and he's finishing and he looks over and he says is that Shirley is that Shirley Bennett and I said, no way. I was like, no way. <laughs> so I literally had to, you know, kind of get myself together because he had like basically put out the lightsaber for me to come forward. And I came over and talked to him and he was a community fan and he was just so lovely and, and we're friends now and I can, I can tweet him and he'll respond. And, you know, so that's pretty doggone huge. I don't know how much bigger it gets than that in the fandom space in the nerd space. Um, and hosting Cosplay Melee was one of my, it was, it's so bittersweet because I feel like that show was ahead of its time. I think cosplay is such a huge and beautiful and amazing art form. I think those artisans are not, they don't get their flowers as they should. And we really, I think we only did like six episodes of that show and they got to really shine. So I, 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 that's the one that got away. Like if that one could come back, um, I'd be so happy because I think cosplayers are just gold. Yeah, definitely. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of cosplay, I mean, yes, I, I was a big, I really enjoyed Cosplay Melee too. Yes. And it's clear that you know your way around cosplay and a costume shop. And you've probably used a Dremel rotary tool too. I, I, I so, may have. Yeah, you may have. Oh, well, good. Have. Well, okay. So the kind of the big news is that um, some friends of mine, unfortunately, it's not Vanessa and Craig, but yeah. I'm going to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. You're going on the tour, Go. the, 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 hot, the yes. hotel uh, Yes, there's five. Yes, there's five of us and we're all going to, you know, dress up because you have to. You have to be you, a part of it. the Imagineers. Yeah. So, you know, any advice for that? Just, you know, watch these. Oh, actually, your show, Cosplay Melee, is on the sci-fi a website you can watch you know it, everything so. brett like, no no on. no i just do research so, <laughs> so anyway any suggestions just yeah i, I would say be true to your heart like if you're jedi or sith stay there because i have a feeling if you are a jedi and you dress as sith because you think it's cute or vice versa you're gonna have some role play situations that'll be very uncomfortable yeah I yes, am Jedi yes. to my soul. I would never do anything. I right. could tell, Brett. I could tell. So I would yes. never do anything Sith. So if it's an immersive, immersive experience, if you're going to dress up, you walk in letting them know which side you're repping. So that yes. there's no I might be kind of sneaky. I don't know. Because I kind of my, I feel like I'm kind of a spy sort of thing. You're spy. I'm well, then, well then you got to be neutral then. But you don't yeah. go in there looking like, don't go in a stormtrooper nothing. I don't do nope, that. Nope, nope. Okay. You don't want to end up <laughs> well, in some stormtrooper meeting. They didn't pull you in and they talking about all the evil plans. And you really just want to be sitting with Yoda having a good time. So don't yeah, do it. I, 
I just don't, I'm very excited about that when do you experience. go? I didn't even know it was open and available to people. When are you going? Yeah. Um, well, annual pass members. Well, if, you know, there are a couple of different levels of uh, kind of early mm -hmm. uh, reservations. It opens to everyone on October 28th, um, but I'm going, uh, I'm going March 19th. And those are so just for reservations, right? So I think yeah. it actually opens, opens it opens sometimes in, in March, right? In March, March 2nd. Yeah. I, I, think. I am wow. going to... I don't normally See you there? do this. I do not yeah. normally do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use whatever juice I have. <laughs> it might oh, yes. be just a little tiny. You know how they put the orange juice in a really small glass. It might be a really small glass of OJ, but whatever juice I have, I'm about to try to use it. You know what yeah, you do we'll it beforehand. Yeah. If you, oh, yeah. of course, they sh they should have that for you anyway. But I'm saying, if you need that extra boost, you just DM Mark Hamill himself, and then you know you might have could. Probably I, gonna I got a feeling he can go early. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling <laughs> he he's gonna be invited early. Um, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I'm well, so Well, thank jealous. you That's for awesome. yes. I will be true to my be true self. Yeah. You know what? And this is. Side. This is the Sith in me, but if you want to join Brett, he will kick all of his friends out of that group. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know Brett. No, I like going. Yeah, we, no, <laughs> no, we, we need. No, I want Brett to to go with the with the people that he planned to go with. But I mean, yes. Listen, if I had any Sith in me, I'd be like, that's a good idea. I bet you could. Yeah, you'll you'll get there and you'll have a great yeah, time, and then yeah. we'll talk again. Hey, yes. you know. Yeah. Can I just point a personal privilege? Uh, Brett, I love your face and I love your hair and your little beard. <laughs> oh, I think that you are delightful to look at. Just, oh, just little well, oh, uh, well, just say it. you've I made my say year. You've I made my, you've made my, you now you're going to see how red he gets too. <laughs> yes, we'll see how red. Okay. So, you know, you, you have some Marvel things going on and I'm like, oh, I was trying to bring my best Chris Hemsworth to you today. Chris, <laughs> well, yes, course, that is, that's, so, that's Thor. Jokingly. That's Thor. Once he, once he um, let yeah. his, his hair grow, let his beard yeah. grow. Yeah. Yes. Hey, well, I had to, I had to coax you into that, but thank you. No, so. it looks good. looks good. I already gave the compliment. The compliment was already oh, well, thank in you. your lap. Thank I you. gave it to you. Okay. okay. I'll just Let's, say thank you. Let's throw some compliments your way though, because Please. we know you are a very good singer and there uh, is a clip on YouTube of you singing, we will rock you and you are <laughs> wonderful. And so you. you're welcome. And I want to ask, are there opportunities for you in the future that we're going to see of you singing, maybe even on Broadway? Oh gosh, I, you know, I've never felt worthy of Broadway. So probably not on Broadway. Like, I, I don't know when I'm going to get to the point where I feel like I've done enough to deserve that, but probably not on Broadway right now, but I do, I sing on all my cartoons and I also do a lot of background singing on um, Central Park on Apple, Apple um, Plus, by the way. So I sing on there. I sing on Elena of Avalor. I sing on um, Chicken Squad. So I've, I sing a lot, just not it's always in character. Like it's not as, it's not as me. It's, you know, yeah. whatever the, that character's voice is. So, uh, yeah, it's what well, you, what Broadway you saw too, with Josh. So. Yeah. 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 I guess, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I just, uh, Broadway is so huge to me. So huge. Wow. I think you could do it, but one follow-up, will you be singing in the new disenchanted movie? Because you absolutely should. You know, I'm actually not allowed to say who's singing. I'm who sure. Singing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I do know that this was leaked that Edina, Edina Menzel is singing. So, you know, to heck with me, you got Adina singing, you really got everything you need over there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that did come out because of course she famously didn't have a song in Enchanted. I know, and so... it, I mean, they're like, and you got that voice, but she, listen, what she sings and woo, woo. Well, that's all I can well, say. Excellent.
Well, speaking of the disenchanted, when we talked with Alan Menken, and I can't believe that we say that, oh but anyway, so I very boldly asked if there was anything he could tell us about disenchanted. Mm -hmm. And then he knowingly said with a sparkle in his eye, it's good, it which good. sent me into the next world. I mean, I love enchanted and I cannot wait for disenchanted. So it's you good. Get, is there anything you can share with us about disenchanted? I can share that Jama Mays and Maya Rudolph are delightful to work mm. with along with the rest of the cast, but they were my main team members. Um, I have more, most of my scenes with them and they're delightful and fun and collaborative. I can say that Amy sure. Adams, one of my favorite things about her and Adam Shankman, Adam Shankman plays great songs in between mm -hmm. takes, right? He has oh, a, great, wow. a great playlist, right? But beyond that, when he's not playing music, here's the secret. Amy Adams sings. She oh. sings all the time. And oh, wow. she and I and Maya and Jama all are singers and harmonizers. And so we she would just start oh, singing yeah. a song and then everybody would would join. So it was literally like just getting to sing with Giselle oh, for the wow. entire shoot, which was well, pretty doggone awesome. So you know. um, that's my secret. And also Ireland is amazing. If you have never been How to Ireland. Cool. Oh, the people, the 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 country, the it's just beautiful. It's everything Great. about it is beautiful. Oh, oh so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait for it. No, really cannot wait no, for it. It's gonna so be great. Exciting. You're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks. Yeah. You mentioned this earlier, but you lend your voice to so much voice acting. I uh, am a fan. My, my son loves The Rocketeer, the season that was mm -hmm. done on that. I'm such a fan of that character. But of course, you've done Family Guy, American Dad. You mentioned Elena. You mentioned uh, the Marvel Lego properties. So yeah. can you talk about that experience and uh, how, uh, of course, it differs. I mean, I know it's still acting yeah. and emoting, but how is that different from your onset uh, experience? <clears throat> you know, the thing about voiceover that's that is very difficult in the beginning is that you, if you're a, a on-camera actor and especially if you're like got a rubber face like me, like a lot of, if you watch me on community, I don't say a lot of lines. My face says a lot of lines, right? So I'm used to using my face to share how I'm feeling. And when you're in a voice, <laughs> doing voiceover, you can't. So I remember the first voiceover thing I get, I, I booked was a, um, a video game. <clears throat> I did not stay in the video game. I bought the video game to play the game and get to where I was me. And when I got there, it wasn't me. And this is why we were in the session and the, uh, the, the casting director said, okay, that, you know, this line is authoritative. So I said the line and they came back on the mic and they said, well, no, like I said, we, it needs to be authoritative. And I said, well, I raised my eyebrow. I, I furrowed my brow <laughs> and they were yes. like, eh. and then, uh, well, and I was like, oh God. So yeah. There, you have to find a way to take whatever is on your face or in your heart or on your mind and put it in your voice. Now that takes some, it takes some work to figure out how to do that. But the good thing about it is once you do it, it's yours forever. It's like riding a bike. Once you crack that matrix, it's yours. So it took me a minute. So that's the difference. It's, it's getting in the session and, and knowing that everything that you have and that you bring all your physicality has to live and breathe in your throat and come out your mouth. And that's the, that's the thing. It's still acting. It's still reacting. It's still being, being present and being focused, but it really is that. So that's the big difference. Okay. Okay. Now, um, because I mentioned the Marvel Lego properties that you've done, <laughs> uh, I hear you're quite the Lego fan. Do you oh. have a favorite set? Do you have, you know, what can you tell you us my, about Lego? I just showed you my Grogu. Uh -huh. Um, I, I not, this is not going to get dark, so don't worry. I lost my mom this year. 
And so when I got back home from while I was doing it, disenchanted. So when I got back to back home, you know, it's all emotions and you just you don't know what you're doing. Right. And I needed something like I'm like, am I going to go back to crocheting or knitting? Like, what am I going to do to get my mind off of the fullness of this horror? Right. And I had a couple of Lego sets that I had bought that I hadn't completed yet. And I was like, well, let me just, you know, I'm just going to build, you know, the infinity gauntlet or whatever. And I just started building. And next thing I know, two or three months had gone by. And every time I felt a pang, and it's not that you, I did it to not feel the the, the grief of losing my mom, but it was kind of like a having a friend with me mm. as I went through the grieving. And then, so when you put your time in and you focus and time just passes by, you look up and at the end, you've built something. You've created something um, from that pain. So so I, I don't think you have to be in pain to do Lego, but I think that Lego gets your mind in a really Zen, peaceful place where you're able to just put it all aside. There's no pandemic while you're doing Lego. There's no, you're not fighting with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend when you're doing Lego. Um, life is good when you're building with Lego. And so that's, you know, and so my birthday came up soon after my return home and I am shameless when it comes to begging for things that... <laughs> <laughs> why not oh, a closed mouth don't get fed so i reached out to lego and i said lego this is my birthday i love you my birthday is coming oh and they sent me like three kids they sent me the grand piano and they sent me oh, um wow. they sent me the, a sailing ship and there's one other thing they sent me there was they sent me three three kits that i got to build um thank you lego um this is not a commercial but thank you lego um and i just think it's wonderful and people should if you if you like you know, you building and thinking, and if you like puzzles and that kind of stuff, Lego is it. Lego is it. Absolutely. So I also happen to host a Ted Lasso recap podcast hey, uh, called Peanut Butter and Biscuits. I did. I did tweet you about it. You're, you're right. That's great. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I 100%, as someone that's been recapping the episodes, uh, wholeheartedly endorse the idea of you doing an official podcast, by the Thank way. You. Um, but you know, what is it about, and I know this, you know, you're not connected to this series, but I thought I'd ask because Aren't you are I? such a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm I feel kidding, like we're I'm all kidding. connected through this. Series, I'm not officially, but, not officially, but yeah, we but, all are. What is it? do you think uh, about this show that happened to touch so many different people? You know, I think it, it was the timing of the show. I think we were coming out of a very dark place as a nation with the election and the pandemic. There was a lot of nastiness and just mean spiritedness. And what I love about Ted Lasso, the character and the show is that he and the show model that it's okay to have hope it's okay yeah. to believe it's okay to have your teeth kicked in and still believe that the sun is going to come out tomorrow. And you, it doesn't make you corny or Pollyanna. It just makes you kind and sweet and it's okay to be kind and sweet. And it also shows as, as, as seasons go on, as the second season showed us, <coughs> excuse me, it teaches us that, you know, still waters run deep and, and people that you think have it all together might really be going through some things and, that's another reason to be kinder and, and, and care more about people. Um, you didn't ask this, but <clears throat> excuse me, what I love about uh, Big Shot is that I feel like Big Shot, my show on Disney Plus, has the same DNA as mm -hmm. Ted Lasso. It's not just because they're both set in the world of sports, but because it's just about reassessing and being there for people and, you know, just making the path a little cleaner for others. Yeah. Gotta get some water. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me oh As gosh. I would say listen didn't even do this on purpose it's such a oh, 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> as as they say, onward forward. I it's so cool because we jumped on this in the second season. So now we get to we are gonna do recaps of all the first season. And I'm oh, just I love it. I'm so excited to uh to get to experience that again. But yeah. thank you for that. I'm just such a fan and, of that show. And the good thing too about it is <clears throat> there can be more than one Ted Lasso recap show because mm-hmm. or podcast because everybody's gonna get something different out of the show. What I what uh, what touches me or makes me think is going to be something different that makes you think or touches you. And that's what I love about the show. And I, I'm glad that you're doing a podcast. And <clears throat> if I'm blessed to do one myself or a show or whatever, I, I hope to just bring what, how it's blessed me. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what's important. As a fan, I can't tell you how excited I was at the thought of you doing that. So thank you. Um, I, I, real thank you. Hoping that comes to fruition because that would be, perfection truly yes. so um yeah absolutely uh vanessa you have some rapid fire questions yes i love we're gonna fire. have a little fun here we're gonna have Let's some disney rapid fire <clears throat> questions okay so you can take as little or as much time as you'd like first question here we go what is your favorite disney film oh god that's so hard i mean i'm gonna say today because it changes every day i'm gonna say up today because it's just because especially with losing my mom it's just a great story about loss and and moving through your emotions so I'm going with up today for sure for sure where would you go first Disneyland or Walt Disney World well I would go to Disneyland first because I live in LA (laughs) but uh because it's a get there quicker um but if I if I had my choice I would go to World because it's just bigger it's just more to explore yeah yeah for sure and the 50th which That's is right. so exciting. exciting. Was just there. It was amazing. Brett, yep. you're everywhere, man. You're all the, you're all the cool places. <laughs> you're you're right. And I yell at him about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have to, you know. Uh, Yvette, what is your favorite Disney attraction? Ooh, you know, I'm kind of a purist. Like I really love Small World. Yes, thank you. I, it's yeah, yeah. color therapy. It's yeah, yeah, and it's evergreen. Like when you, when you go in there, it's always the same. The puppet's been there for about 40 years. It's the same puppets. Like you really just do a little thing, just rocking back and forth. Like I just, I just, it, it's like a warm hug and, and a haunted mansion is a close second. Yes, absolutely. What is your favorite Disney park snack? Oh, the Dole Whip. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Okay. I guess we have to ask. So do you have any opinions on the turkey leg? Do you know that I've never had the turkey leg? Oh, okay. uh, never. skip it because is I just it, had it for the good? first time. Vanessa <laughs> loves the turkey leg and that's okay, like let's this talk whole controversy about it. Let's thing. talk about it. Okay, why don't you like it, Brett? Well, um, I mean, I, I just, I didn't like the appearance of people walking around. With you know, hunks like of meat? Yeah. But well, was that. it delicious? So was, no, because, well, I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of dark meat. So I'm like going, I'm eating a oh, turkey leg. I don't leg. like I'm dark like going, meat. I don't like dark meat. I don't like dark. Brett, are we the same person? I don't know. I, well, yes. I like white meat. Okay, well, listen, well, okay, let me say this in addition to the Dole Whip. Let me add um, Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge has great. There's like a wrap. I think it's a Ronto uh, wrap. Or, Ronto wrap, yeah. Uh-huh. It's so flipping good. I was off meat for a minute because I, I dip a toe into, into vegetarianism every now and again. Mm-hmm. I went there and dipped right back out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> give me the Ronto. What is that? Give me that. Give me that. Ronto so, yeah. Um, yes. But, and, and Vanessa, what do you like about the turkey leg? I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel so powerful. 
With it's that, such a Sith thing leg. to like the turkey leg. It That's what we don't like. It's a Sith thing. I'm just like animals. Going, they handed it to me, and it was like it sizzled, and I'm like going ow, 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 ow. You know, yeah, no. it was, I'm with you, anyway. Brad. Yeah. I've never yeah. had it. I've never been drawn to it. Okay, what's the next question? I'm sorry, we got off. Okay, we, this is the the final leg. question, but yes. uh, and it might not not be so rapid. But what was your favorite thing about being part of the Marvel Marvel universe? after your appearance in Avengers Endgame? Anything that happened after your appearance that you just loved? <laughs> My enduring friendship and Twitter bayship with Chris Evans. Mm, yes. <laughs> that oh. is oh, like, hello. I mean, we're friends, we're Twitter bays. That's, that's been, it's canon. It's been, he's confirmed <laughs> it. I don't care if he gets married in real life and has kids. He remains my Twitter boyfriend for life. So there's that. Um, and then he's also just really a wonderful person in person. And so we we text each other and check on each other. And um, he's got a great um, uh, app about policy and in politics called ASP, a starting point, which I think is really great. So he's really smart too. And just lovely, just a lovely human being. So that is the greatest takeaway from being in that perfect. elevator with Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, the Thank perfect so brothers. He's perfect Captain America. And he has a heck of a cameo in Free Guy. I just watched it this last weekend. Oh, I don't want to ruin it for you. I haven't seen it yet. Check it. Yeah, you, I think you would enjoy it, but I'm check it out. Sure and there's, just, there's a heck of a cameo for Chris You just Chris told Evans me that I'm going to enjoy it because you said there's a cameo. Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely going to enjoy it. Brett, I think you have our second to last question. Well, so... <clears throat> Yvette, how do you describe Disney magic? Oh, Disney magic is wonder. It's joy. It's uh, education. It's um, tapping into the child within. I don't care what age you are. When you walk into, into Disneyland or Disney World or watch a Disney movie, you, you're that kid again. You know, and the thing is, I, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, so I never went to Disney World or Disneyland when I was a kid and, you know, often didn't have an ability to see Disney stuff. But anytime I got a glimpse of any of it, it was like it just wraps you in love. You know, it's such a such a great experience. Let me say this, too. When I was <clears throat> senior high school, our senior trip was going to Disney World. And again, I had never gone as a kid. And so I'm 17. I'm at Disney World. And I had a group of friends and they were like, so we're going to go here. We're going to go here. I said, no, no, no. I'm doing the two days in this park by myself. I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be back to Disney world. And I'm, if I want to go to small world five times, I'm going to small world five times. If I want to see captain EO uh, 17 times, I'm going to get back in line and see Michael do captain EO 17 times. And I don't want to, I don't want to stop for a Turkey leg. If I don't want to stop for a Turkey leg. And so for those two days, I would I walk the park completely by myself and had the best time and would run into my friends like, you sure you don't want to join us? No, I don't. This is my time at the at Magic Kingdom. I, I'm sorry. So it's that kind of it's it's important and special and necessary and wonderful. And I love yeah. it. That Thank is such a great, that. great answer. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for your time today. It has thank just you. been a remarkable conversation. Uh, and thank you also for just the, the art and the creativity <laughs> that you put out into the world, because it means a lot to, to a lot of us. Um, but we, we have a last question that we like to ask, and that is that, um, is there anything that you, you do so many of these interviews? In a, is there a sunbeam? Would you see bread in that sunbeam? That sunbeam I did. Yeah. It was really, it was really getting serious. He had to fight his way out the because, sunbeam. The sunbeam. You know what it was? It's because they were worried about him getting pulled to the Sith. It was and a so, freaking tractor beam was pulling yeah. into the middle of oh my Whoops. 
Mark Hamill yeah. heard this conversation somewhere <laughs> and he was trying to make sure that Brett stayed on the light side. They had a, tur- um, they had a turkey leg on yeah, the other okay. side of that light. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But uh, we just like to ask, is there a, a story or a message that you're not often uh, able to share just because you're kind of being asked all these questions? Is there something you just like to share with our audience as we close out? Oh, I mean, I get to share this often, but I think that you can never share it enough. Kindness matters. Hmm. It really does. Like there's so many, everyone right now, especially right now, because of what we're coming out of, everyone is going through something and it's really important to not add to their trauma by being a jerk. (laughs) So just imagine that everyone has lost someone because at this point we all have. Just imagine that everyone has um, had a dream deferred because at this point we all have, Um, except that everyone has gained weight because we all have. Like there's a lot of things that we all have lost in this time. And I think if we approach people as if they were coming out of trauma or had PTSD, the world would be a lot kinder. So I think kindness matters. Final answer. All right. Thank you. (laughs) 10 out of 10, fully recommend. (laughs) Can't can't end any better than that. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Can you guys smile so I can get a picture? Absolutely. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Got it. Oh my goodness. That was so incredible. Thank you you so much for your time. Have a a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Brett, I think you have a new best friend. I'm just going to say it. Uh, That was love. Who are we kidding? Oh my gosh. Wow. That was... You need to send her those links. You need, you know, uh, everything about that. We're going to become best friends, please. Oh my gosh. Uh, Try not to be too needy, you know, so, but you know, I'll be cool. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, that was, that was really cool. And it was just so great to get to talk to her on so many varied topics. You know, we, we basically ran, uh, we didn't want to get too much into, at least I didn't want to get too much into community. I feel like she probably talks about that ad nauseum. I mean, that is uh, a staple of her career, but she has so many other projects beyond that. And we got to really address and talk about a, a lot of different aspects. And what I think is cool is she uses her celebrity and she talked about this in the interview, but she uses her celebrity for such good. So she turns that uh, celebrity around and says, I have all these Twitter followers. I'm going to make sure that these teachers get what they need. I'm going to make sure that this cause that is very dear to my heart, I'm going to go out there and be a voice and an advocate for that cause. And it, it just, to me, I think that that is uh, a remarkable way to handle the success that she's had. And uh, the fact that she was willing to talk to us is just, it's just, honestly, it's just heartwarming. It's wonderful. Um, She's great. She's just great. So Vanessa, your thoughts? She is so cool and funny. Oh my God. I don't, I I don't mean to diss any of our wonderful guests. We have amazing guests on the show, but I think she may be the funniest person that has ever been on this show. She is hilarious and filled with so many wonderful life lessons. Like I I want her to give us like a masterclass in life because she's, you can tell she's an educator and she's gosh, I mean, just everything she was saying that she was giving me chills because she's just so wonderful and delightful. And I, I know we had quite a bit of time with her, but I want more. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I had like, I could, I, I, it was just at some point, you know, it was like, I normally, 
uh, tried to be very cool, calm and collected, reading through the script of questions that we've come up with. But at some point, I'm just like, this is a conversation that we're having. We're starting to actually go back and forth. And it just was, it turned into Disney fans talking about properties she happened to be in. And uh, just so grateful for her time. Uh, And I will say that Brett spends an awful lot of time editing these videos as well. So if you're an audio listener, definitely go and check out our Facebook page or our, our YouTube channel. It'll be on the Front Row Network YouTube channel. So go and check that out too, because um, it's cool when she shows us her Lego Grogu and like all of this stuff that she has going on too. And um, it really, she makes a joke about Brett there at the end that you have to uh, be watching the video to understand fully. So, so Brett, tell me about your best friend, Yvette. She's the best, best friend ever. Just like going, oh my gosh. Yeah, I wish that could happen. But, you know, I will take this moment and I will keep it in my heart. I will play this again and again. And someday, if, you know, if I'm at D23 Expo or if I'm at, you know, wherever, you know, Disney Place, because I do go and she's there, I don't know that I will stalk her, but I will look for her. And, you know, yeah. I just have greatest. a feeling like she'll just know you're there. She will. Yeah. She'll see me and go, my Brett, it's so good yeah. to see you. So you I, know. I think that's how it's all going to go down. And she's so magnetic and wonderful. She's a star. Oh, guys, I love she's her. Can, can we? So newsflash for Beyond the Mouse. Every episode is now just going to be a devotion to Yvette Nicole Brown. That's there's no more Disney. We're just going to talk about her every <laughs> every episode from now on. Ooh. That's a whole new, oh, that'll be, you know, beyond, That's not be, everything, everything Yvette Nicole Brown. It wouldn't be yeah. beyond because, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it's it, it could be a spinoff podcast. I mentioned I had to plug my peanut butter and biscuits Ted Lasso podcast. I had to because I'm contractually obligated. She is, she is, I am a Ted Lasso fan. She is a Ted Lasso mega fan. And I truly appreciate that mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm going back and watching that. But it was just so remarkable to be able to talk to her today. Again, I can't say that enough. Thank you, Yvette. If you happen to be listening back, thank you for your time. It was just so fantastic to get to talk to you. And thank you for your fandom and thank you for your art and creativity creativity that you put into the world. We really do appreciate it. If this happens to be your first Beyond the Mouse episode, because you're a fan of Yvette's, then please go ahead and find our previous conversations, uh, our conversations with each other, our conversations with folks like Alan Menken and Kevin Lima, and all these creative types that make this uh, Disney company what we love and what we love to talk about every single week. You can find us on any podcast platform by searching Beyond the Mouse. You also uh, can find us on social media, Beyond the Mouse Pod, as well as Beyond Mouse on Twitter, and then also Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group, Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals, where we like to interact with our listeners. So please go and check that out as well. Uh, It's just remarkable. It's just so great. And you know what? I think think it's time. Um, We have, this is a couple of weeks away, but I think we can announce another special conversation we're going to be bringing you in November. Brett, would you like to do the honors? In honor of Mickey's birthday, we are going to be speaking with the voice actor that portrays Mickey Mouse, Brett Iwan. Oh and, my and, goodness! Yes, isn't that it? Isn't that is that Hi. it? Is that what that's we were it. doing? That is. Yes. That's okay. the surprise. I I'm. Uh, it's no longer. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, I'm still surprised. I am very yeah. surprised. That we, we talked to. Yeah. 
We actually had a chance to record with Brett uh, right uh, after the 50th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World, which he was a part of. And then our Brett was also a part of as well. And it's just a wonderful conversation. We can't wait for you to hear that on Mickey's birthday, November 18th. That'll be a special day of release for us uh, as well. Any final thoughts, Vanessa, before we get out of here? I mean, can life get any better right now? I'm not going to ask for a thing. (laughs) All right, Brett, any final thoughts? I am really happy. You got to keep that beard. You got to keep that beard. You you can never shave it now. I'll tell you what, what? you're going to be living on that compliment for the rest of the week. I know it. Well, for a long time. Yes. Whenever I need a little pick me up. Yeah. You just go back and listen to that podcast. There you go. That was nice. It was so very nice. Absolutely. It was well for beyond the mouse. I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Maybe the front row of D23 Expo. We got one coming up, right? Let's yes, do it. Destination Let's go. Oh, man. Who's going to be Destination D23? Let's I'm talking about the Expo. Oh, the Expo. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. we're going to that too, I hope. Oh, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs>